Hello, hello. Happy belated Gemini full moon. If you haven't checked out the um, Gemini full moon totem tarot preview for the next 30 days, please go ahead and take a look at that. It's up here on the paid sub stack. Um, that said, I'm going to do something a little different with this particular tarot podcast, which is kick off a series I'm going to be expanding on and, and digging quite a bit into in 2023. But this particular episode will be free just to give you a little preview of what we have planned. Effectively, the series is called How to Read Tarot Cards. But I'm going to go off uh, script quite a bit. In my experience of reading tarot cards, there's all different kinds of ways to learn and different people will retain the information and develop and learn in different ways, right? Like we don't all learn in the same linear fashion. Um, to that end, today I did something a little different, a little risque, if you will. Puts me in an unusually vulnerable position that you guys don't get to see quite a bit, which is I'm going to be sharing my personal tarot reading with you for me. Um, not as an exercise in narcissism, but rather to show you guys, you know, how this works, how I use it in my own practice and to use my cards, my reading, my spread, all of the above as an example for you guys. The more you read cards, the more you see what we call spreads, i.e. the type of reading, the cards that are out, all the cards in their placements interacting with each other, the, the faster you're going to learn how to read tarot cards. It really is an iterative process. And so the more human scaled and individuated, in my experience, the easier it is to learn. So we'll go ahead and get started. There are three images here, um, 10 cards. So it's a what's called a Celtic cross spread. There are versions of this that differ. This is the one that I personally use. And as per usual, you know, if you've had a tarot card reading with me or come to one of my in-person how to read tarot card classes, I don't read reversals. Uh, reversals when a card is upside down. I just don't do that shit. That's not what the ancient Hebrews and Egyptians had in mind with these bad boys. And I just don't understand the concept of if something's upside down, all of a sudden it doesn't mean anything like what it meant right side up. The image is the image, the number is the number, the suit is a suit, et cetera, et cetera. So um, today we're going to just dive right in, if you will, to the deep end of the pool and do a reading and talk about these cards, how they're interacting. I'm going to probably overshare just to give you guys an idea of how relevant these are in my life with what I have going on and what I think these mean for me so that you can use that as, a, as an example that you can build on in your own tarot reading practice. But in 2023, we're going to do more of these things. I'm going to do past life readings. I'm going to do tarot readings where I also use runes. I'm going to get into the major arcana, minor arcana, you know, those two sort of different groups of cards within the 78 card tarot deck, as well as the suits. Um, in our totem tarot deck, we went elemental. So instead of coins or pentacles, they're crystals. Um, they represent the earth element and just all that, all that jazz. And we'll get into a little bit too, how to use um, these totem tarot cards as a personal meditation tool and just a spiritual support tool. So not always as a quote tool of divination. Divination is divining information that's not readily accessible to us. Um, another way to call it is uh, fortune telling. I don't particularly love that terminology because that's where things get weird. But let's go ahead and get started on this spread. So the first card is the one in the middle on in sort of the cluster on the left, and it's the four of crystals. So it looks a little bit like like a box 
or like the surrounding walls outside of a castle. And directly on top of that is the Ten of Trees, this guy just above it with all those pretty looking trees. Now, these cards represent the current situation and the direct influence on the current situation, um, respectively. The Four of Crystals can have an either positive or a negative connotation. Um, in my reading, I personally think it has both. Uh, it's a, what we would call a double-edged sword or two sides of a coin, right? When an energy comes in, it tends to come in in every area. The good, the bad, and the ugly come with it. So four of crystals is all about strengthening your position in material reality. That's not always a bad thing. It's a card of sort of embracing the mundane and getting your house in order, quite literally. So focusing on your body, focusing on cleaning and organizing your house, organizing your business, getting things in place for your business, um, all of which you know I have been doing ahead of 2023, organizing things like the coaching program, a new group is kicking off in January. Even though it's all individual work, we don't do group work. I have to group people at the same time, otherwise I'll totally fucking lose track. <laughs> of you know who's on first who's on second so um now this ten of trees as the direct influence is the card of being burned out and overworked hilarious considering i am my own boss i joke i'm the worst boss i've ever had i'm a real slave driver when it comes to me um but what's nice you know outside of the negative of these cards which are like i've been overworking in order to solidify and shore up my standing in the material world, uh, the positive aspect could be seen as, you know, all of that work was worth something and it did strengthen my position. And now these four walls, if you will, around me, which you could look at as, you know, your personal life, your health, your, your money, your spiritual practice, whatever those quadrants are for you, they're nice and strong now. They have a lot of definition. They have structure and, and things are organized. So this is permission to ease up too, um, which is great. When you see these two cards together in a reading, just know the person you're reading for, even if it's you, has a tendency to overfunction, overwork, put too much time and effort into things here in the material reality, or has gone through a phase where they got approached by scarcity energy. I know I said that like a scarcity energy is a guy in a hoodie who approaches you in an alley. But you know that this has been a recent ongoing phase, and this will quickly move to the back burner. Now, if you look just to the right of those two cards, you get a little lunar crescent moon image. This is the Gabriel card from our totem tarot deck, otherwise known as the magician. So this is something in the distant past foundation that's informing everything that's at play right now. Gabriel, which I just wrote about, by the way, and I also talked about in the Gemini full moon content on my paid Substack. It is the featured quote tarot card of the month. Um, this guy is all about manifestation and creating something out of nothing using the power of the word. So this could be ritual magic. So spell work, saying, writing down words in order to manifest things, or it could just be saying out loud, like, this is what I want. This is what I want my life to be. I picked it as the featured tarot card for the Gemini full moon because Gemini ruled by Mercury this month is all about be careful what you wish for. If there are things you do want to manifest, say it out loud, write it down. I have to tell you, um, it's hilarious this showed up in this position because I did a full moon ritual on the 7th and I wrote down the things I wanted to manifest. 
I manifested them in roughly 12 hours. It, it was shocking. It was everything on that list, if you will, um, which is interesting. So <laughs> I picked the right card to feature in the shamanic deep dive. But it, what that in that position is telling me is I set all this in motion with words. I said, this is what I wanted. I wrote things. I spoke things. Maybe I did a little bit of a full moon ceremony and worked to manifest things and it's coming to fruition. So everything in here, long story short, is my fault. It's a card of free will. Recent past, if you look down below those center cards, you get these nine beautiful tree images and the one in the middle is very strong and there's sort of a circle above it and it says nine of trees this is the recent past now nine of trees is all about boundaries 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 i have been putting a lot of structure in place with my business um for instance you know just being completely transparent again uh it, this is an interesting exercise by the way and trusting you guys it's a little bit of a remote trust fall consider us all in a team building exercise right but i've i've changed the cancellation policy for totem and i've really formalized it so that it's two business days notice i've had a series of people no show no call it really does harm my business it harms the energy i bring um i try in good faith to refund people's money even if they don't call or show up at least once and financially that puts uh, Totem in, in harm's way. It puts us at risk. So I made some decisions that I just can't navigate that ad hoc anymore. And so things are formalized. Also things are very formalized in the coaching program and that's for everybody. That's not just for me, there's a mutual NDA because I want my clients to know, I'm gonna really respect your boundaries. Uh, a lot of the shamanic work we do in the coaching program is really, really intimate and personal. Like I would rather someone see naked pictures of me than see some of the things that I would talk to someone about with regard to my own personal spiritual practice. It's just very personal. Um, the other interesting thing about the nine of trees is it's, it's a bit of a reaction to this 10 of trees. So I've been working too much, maybe over-functioning, maybe over-giving, even if that's just to my own business. The nine of trees in the recent past was sort of like maybe a, a, a an effort, however, successful or not to get a handle on that and erect some boundaries so that I have space in my personal life and for some other projects. Um, I've also been doing a lot of energetic protection work. So that might be this nine of trees card showing up. So I've been saging a lot. I've been setting an intention in my home to remove any unwanted energies or entities. I've been very focused on clearing things out in that way. And also on, on taking salt baths, spraying um, our totem holy water spray around me and things like that too. It's, it's felt a little spiritually noisy. So I've definitely been focused on boundaries. Now the near future, which is this beautiful crystal card to the left that looks like a seed. And just above it, the six crystals that look like they're all connected. This is the near future and the direct influence on the near future, respectively. So near future, we have Ace of Crystals. Ace of Crystals is a really, really, really positive card. And it's probably a result of this Four of Crystals you see in my current situation and that Ten of Trees. In other words, because of all the work and all the focus on creating structure, I now am going to receive a seed for material development that will grow into prosperity in material reality. So the crystals are the suit of the earth. 
they represent money, wealth, but also health. Um, just the connection to 3D and to time space, to our bodies, to the reality of this world. Um, Ace of Crystals, when it shows up in a reading, the way I'm seeing this is someone's going to approach me with an opportunity or I'm going to learn of a new opportunity to develop professionally and to make money. So if any of you are a small business owner or you're reading for one, this is a really good bit of news for all of us. The direct influence, Six of Crystals, is all about gifts of time or money. And being, you know, maybe it's contract work, maybe it's an event, maybe it's being asked to write for some kind of esoteric publication, any of those things. Um, it could be that a client of mine or a collaborator sends me some new clients, um, all of the above. The other thing, again, transparency, trust circle, is I may get asked to help with a freelance writing or consulting project because I still do that work. I've definitely picked up more of that in this past year because I've spent so much money on Totem, you know, the podcast tour and uh, the adventure with the nonsensical industry known as publishing. All of these things cost money. So it could be that someone reaches out and asks me to write a white paper or something like that, and it will give me gifts of time or money that I can then use to put back, if you will, like fertilizer into the soil of totem. And the way I look at these crystals is they're like little seeds for prosperity. You plant them, you care for them. Sometimes someone gives you some seeds, all of the above. Um, now over to the right hand side of this reading, you'll see a grouping of four other cards. They are seven through 10. The seventh card is on the lowest right hand corner. And in the totem tarot deck, it is the two of crystals. So again, we've got a lot of crystals here. Anytime you see an overwhelming trend with regard to what suit, i.e. crystals are showing up, we get a hint about the overall theme of the reading. So it might have a lot to do with my body, with everyday life with um, bringing some of my tensions into my work, into my business. Now, Two of Crystals is interesting. This is the absolute penultimate card of spiritual evolution and transformation. And it's going from zero to one on the y-axis. So in other words, for me in this reading, this isn't me doing more tarot readings. It's not me doing readings for people in other locations or um, maybe making a couple more uh, totem flower essences. This is brand new innovation. So this is us generating something that hasn't existed before. In concert with that, it's also a card of intense personal transformation. Three months ago, I went off of the birth control pill, and it has been a real fucking adventure. Let me just tell you, I have an incredible new sense of appreciation for what women in uh, menopause go through, by the way, or women who've had pregnancies and hormonal fluctuations, maybe even the IVF process. Like what I've been through is infinitesimal. I can't even imagine what they're dealing with. So shout out to all of you. But I have definitely had a lot of personal transformations. Now, two of crystals means it's physical, but it's also energetic. It's about me as a person, but it's also about me across time space. So as I change physically, I change spiritually. As I change energetically, I change physically. So I've definitely noticed I'm exponentially more psychic off the birth control pill. I do not know what the mechanism for that is. Um, but also this card has a lot to do with two steps forward, one step back. So anytime you innovate, there are going to be little small setbacks, what you would see as a failure, but it's just because you're navigating in a space you haven't been before and you don't have all those lessons learned. So for me, this card indicates I've been 
ebbing and flowing. You know, some days I feel like I have a lot of water weight. Other days I feel great. I feel like I have more energy than I did before. It will smooth out. The rough edges will smooth out. Um, I will likely be very different physically and energetically after this phase. And it's also a card, it's funny, you know, we wanted to evoke the idea of a butterfly without being literal about it, because so many tarot decks just make this thing a fucking literal butterfly. It felt too cliche. But if you look at it, you'll almost see two wings. Um, it, it has a lot to do with sight, two eyes as well. So one eye looking outward at the world and one eye looking inward. It's a card of the shaman and of being good at predictive markets, but being good at predicting things that benefit us. Again, we go back to crystals have to do with material reality, finances, health, etc. So people who get this card in this placement, if, if I was reading for a client, I'd be like, You're, you are onto something. You know where the markets are going. You know, if you've been thinking about gambling or investing, to me, they're the same thing. Whatever that is, you're, you're going to be right on the money with what you do. Um, it's the same skill we use in shamanism that's called warrior medicine, anticipating where to quote hunt, farm, gather, who from other tribes might be coming by. So it's a powerful time. It just, there's a tax on the body. And if you're like me and you're super focused on getting a bunch of shit done, this card will tell us, yeah, get ready to be frustrated. Get ready to be frustrated with your energy levels. Get ready to take a nap if you need to, eat when you need to. And and people that are wired like me, which I think most of you are, uh, most of you are very successful professionals in various fields, it's hard to give the body what it needs sometimes when we're in high productivity mode. So that'll be one of my key takeaways from this reading. Now, up right above it, this beautiful jellyfish, lunar jellyfish looking lady, Medusa. This is a card for what's in my environment, or in this case, because it's what we call a quote, court card, a personified human. Um, it's who is in my environment. So the Medusa is associated with, you know, people who are really, really good natural empaths, who can go to the quote, emotional depths right with you without freaking out and that's why we made it this beautiful jellyfish those creatures that live on the ocean floor that are transparent because they never get any sunlight um the idea of being able to handle the pressure of those environments and to navigate them with ease so this could be someone in around me someone who's going to maybe approach me about an opportunity maybe someone who's going to ask about the coaching program or with whom I'm going to collaborate in the next month or so who is a natural empath who is a therapist who is a counselor who is a reiki practitioner or a breathwork practitioner maybe it's a pet communicator um whoever they are they bring this very 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 yin energy and usually they have quite a story about their own lives that allows them to hold that kind of space for other people when they're in their darker moments it's a unique skill set. I am not an empath. So I'm looking forward to whoever that is. If it sounds like you, by the way, and you're listening to this, reach out because who the hell knows what might come of, of sharing this. Now, right above Senorita Jellyfish, the Medusa, we have the Maynad. So this is the Lady of Trees or in a, a more traditional deck, what we would call Page of Wands. So the Maynad is like the wild woman. This is going off grid. This is following impulses. It has a lot to do with herbal, witchcraft, herbalism, herbal medicines, plant medicines, psychedelics like mushrooms, 
Um, generally, though, she governs those psychedelic um, compounds that are natural, that come from nature. So the Maenads were Dionysus's handmaidens. If you've ever watched True Blood on HBO, you'll remember there was a great season with a Maenad. She was incredible. Um, she, she wasn't the nicest, but, you know, Maenads are going to Maenad. Now, this is an element that comes into play. This is what we call position nine, something that comes into play. So this is sort of like a factor to keep an eye out for. What's interesting here is I have been studying herbalism. And as per usual, as I study it, very two of crystals of me, remember that butterfly eyeball looking guy down at the bottom right here? Um, I have a tendency to innovate. That's not me being egotistical. I'm not good at 98% of things that most people are good at, but having been an innovation director, having that natural impulse towards that. Of course, as I'm studying herbalism, I already want to change it. <laughs> so I'm such a pain in the ass that way. But maybe not change it. Maybe the way to word that is make it totem, you know, do the totem version of herbalism. And how I'm referring to it right now is intuitive herbalism or intuitive alchemy. And I'm studying traditional herbalism, uh, mainly, by the way, European, just because I can't learn other languages and other modalities and at least i'm familiar with wicca witchcraft and, and some some pieces of herbalism ahead of this effort um but i think that that's what this card has a lot to do with and so i'm practicing two very brave lovely clients have volunteered to be my first guinea pigs with this intuitive herbalism program that i'm running i'm getting forms organized literal like herbalism intake forms, things about, you know, your health, your spiritual health. And I'm going to move out from there. Uh, the reason I got interested in herbalism is number one, I'm not that cool with Western medicine anymore. I have so many clients who've had significant health issues and all of you got healthy outside of that paradigm. I'm not ragging on doctors and nurses. I think you guys are great, but actually most of my clients who rag on Western medicine are in the profession. Um, most of you, you'll know, you'll know who I'm talking to. So a little wink from me to you. Um, and so looking at how I can heal things with elements from nature, you know, I microdose psilocybin, uh, not lately, but I think I'm going to pick that back up soon and, and do another cycle of it. But also I have a flower essence garden. I make flower essences, which I didn't realize is a form of herbalism. I didn't know it fell in that bucket. I know I'm always last and I'm the Mr. Magoo of shamanism. Um, and it occurred to me, well, I have all these compounds and I have concentrates and I've also been trying flowers out. So I could do this herbalism and I could also just send this stuff to clients as a part of that appointment without needing to order it or figure out how to source it. You know, if I, I, I grow more than a hundred plants now. Austin's great for that because it just doesn't get as harsh in the winter here. Um, so that'll be fun. And one of the ones that what I think this main ad card might specifically be referring to is I'm growing a very unique kind of poppy. It's a very hard to get heirloom seed. It's a grayish blue poppy. And I planted them a couple weeks ago because you're supposed to plant them in winter and they're because they're an alpine flower and they emerge in the very, very early spring bizarrely. And it was such a long shot that any of them were going to succeed. They are all germinating outside and exploding. They're growing now. So I actually had to order grow lights and, you know, just prepared for when it gets cold and snowy here, which it still might. It's only December to bring those guys inside and keep them alive. But that compound is supposed to be sort of gently psychedelic in terms of supporting maybe lucid dreaming, past life connections, things like that. So there's some specificity to this Lady of Trees card. 
Now at the very top right, that lovely skull, this is the fool card or in my deck, the coyote card. Coyote is the creator deity for the Lakota Sioux Native Americans. I'm part Sioux in addition to being part of some other tribes, but the Sioux have the most interesting mythology to me, selfishly. And I like the idea of their creator deity being a trickster. So if you look at the coyote card, you'll see this sort of smile. What I love about this card in my outcome position is it means I'm moving in the right direction in terms of just becoming more of who I really am. So your soul's essence, who you are before you're born, who you'll be after you die. And that card has a lot to do with being instead of doing. It's also a card of acting on impulse or intuition instead of rational linear thought, which is frankly how I do everything. I know it's probably not the smartest way, but it also hasn't failed me yet. Um, so this card tells me I'm going to leap before I look. I'm going to go on a great new adventure. The more I embrace my own intuitions, dreams, impulses, etc., the more successful I'm going to be. Um, there are likely to be some people around me who think what I'm doing is foolish or they don't understand it. Um, I got used to that working in innovation when I was in corporate America, but it's still challenging. You know, I am still human. And so I'll go, geez, are they right? Am I fucking up? You know, am I stepping in shit? Should I do X, Y, and Z? Should I go get, quote, a real job? All that stuff. Um, this card is here to let me know, nope, you're on the right track. Um, not that you know everything, but you are the expert on you. And you're getting these feelings, thoughts, impulses, you know, cosmic directions, if you will, for a reason. So follow them. Um, it is a card of the spiritual scavenger hunt. And the more you embrace serendipity, uh, the more asymmetric you become, the more you just go, you know what? I had a dream about going to the zoo. I'm going to go to the zoo today. And I don't really know why. You would be blown away by what happens in those situations and how they always work out. I think there's a, a Jewish term, kismet, the kismet of it, meaning the incredible confluence. You just can't believe the luck of it. Except it's not luck at all. It's you becoming more in flow with the energy of the cosmos. So overall, I'm, I'm happy with the reading. You know, I do think the two of crystals is something I needed to see to take it easy on myself and very hard on myself. You know, if I have a little bit of water weight or I'm not as efficient in my day because of how I'm feeling, I kind of beat myself up internally for that. I'm working on that. And just knowing that I'm evolving and transforming in the right direction, that I have these helpful people coming in, like the Mistress of Moons, you know, I'm looking forward to whatever that opportunity might be. And I'm excited about the near future and this new work, money-making opportunity, gifts of time and money with the Ace of Crystals and the Six of Crystals. So uh, this was really fun for me. I hope you find it informative. I'm going to be doing all kinds of different readings um, on the paid Substack in 2023. Not mine. This was a fun little one-off for all of you. But things like how to do a past life reading, how to combine tarot cards with runes, or how to use tarot cards to assess the health and well-being of the chakras, what's going on with the chakras, like really getting into additional functionalities of these cards. And in my experience, that's the easiest way to learn them, learn what they mean and understand that they all interact with each other in this reading. So, you know, if any of you have written out to me and said things like, oh, what is what was that card again? And what does it mean? and you get sort of a, a weird answer from me, there's a reason, which is, yeah, it has its little meaning in the, the tarot booklet, which is certainly something we designed for the Totem Tarot reading and has its own booklet. But in addition to that, quote, science side of doing this work, 
there's also the art side, which is the intuitive piece. I'm an intuitive reader. I don't know why anyone would read tarot cards and not try and harness some of their intuition with it. And so as you're looking at these and you see them interacting almost like characters in a story, they take on new and more specific meanings. Um, sometimes a card can be very positive in one reading. In another reading, it's very negative and challenging. It's, it's all about the context and the nuance. Um, one of the reasons we made the totem tarot deck so archetypal and simple and kind of primordial is to stimulate your intuition. And I have to say, one of the proudest moments of my career was when Teresa Reed, aka the tarot lady, she has like an absurd amount of social media followers, when she said that our totem tarot deck reminded her of a scrying mirror, the black mirror that which is psychics, mediums use to gaze into, sort of like a crystal ball to see what images emerge. I mean, that's exactly how we designed it. And so that made me happy. Anyway, I hope this helps. Please consider becoming a paid subscriber or gifting a paid subscription to someone. 2023, I'm going to be producing probably four times the amount of paid content just because uh, if you'll recall, this four of crystals and 10 of trees cards here in the middle. I've been busting my ass this year to get things in place. That will give me a little bit more space and freedom moving forward into 2023. Have more fun, play around with this stuff, share more of this content. To that end, if you're a paid subscriber and you have a specific ask around how to read tarot cards or how to interpret some of the totem tarot cards themselves, individually or collectively, send me an email. And we can make this highly interactive. I would love to start answering your tarot questions or to give you my perspective on certain things. So let me know what that is. My email is rachel at totemreadings.com. And thank you all so much. Have a good full moon.